0: Ghosts in Us contain serious and sometimes disturbing events, and is not suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: And I end up lifting off the ground and being thrown backwards onto the ground.
0: And there is the very distinct There's shape really of dark a man. really
2: figure that was standing in the doorway. I'm living an episode of Kindred Spirit <laughs> right now. And I
0: just want them to tell me their stories.
2: So he thinks the life was sacrificed for the spell. It had the crying boy, uh, painting. Something demonic that was mocking me. Are you kidding? It was completely
0: involuntary, but I started crying. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to season two of the Ghosts in Us podcast. As always, I'm your host, Blaine. I got Taylor with me, and today we have a very special guest. We have... Straight from YouTube himself, Twitter. I think you're on TikTok. We got Journey with Josh
1: here. Hey, hey. Thanks Dude. for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what? The, I'm just gonna hit you right away with the question. What got you into like doing the paranormal on on YouTube and stuff?
1: Okay, so it's funny how I answer this because it's probably so different from like other people's answers. Um, I've always been into the paranormal since, I wanna say really honestly since the day I was born, like I knew I was gonna be into like the cryptids and the legends and the paranormal, like stuff people are scared to talk about or deal with per se. Um, Unfortunately, I just didn't know how to put it out on the internet. I mean, I first started YouTube when I was 10 years old. So imagine a 10 year old posting about ghosts on the internet right they're not really gonna believe you so i really didn't like i didn't have that motivation to like post about it or you know do the exploring and and investigating stuff like that so i've always been into what i always call the unknown um anytime i went anywhere i would get this weird feeling of something so like i knew the presence of things when you couldn't even see them as a normal person um and then I started talking to my grandpa about it a little more. And he's like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, that that's how I feel a lot. And um, I started really noticing it when I was going to certain parts of Tennessee. I could, like, feel the presence of, like, I guess you could say, like, the Cherokee Indians. Like, you could really – I could just feel it. Um, so, yeah, I have really always have been into it. It's just I wish I would have started – a lot sooner with posting about it and, and talking about it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm in that same boat where I wish that we would have started like, because Taylor and I've always had like a fascination with like this kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, we we were we'd always just talk about like random random stuff, but we started consistently somewhat posting just last year. Um, but yeah, I, that's something I wish I would have done to start posting sooner.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been on YouTube for almost 12 years now, and I've just started being consistent with it about two years ago. So I almost wish I would have been more consistent sooner because I probably would have got that push that I needed a lot sooner, which, I mean, everything happens for a reason. So for me to have to wait as long as I did to start understanding that consistency was key was okay for me because I've hit so many milestones within – few months time that I don't have anything to complain about other than my own work ethic. I
2: feel like, I feel like I could go in with a question just from that answer. Um, one of the questions I wrote down was at what point in your paranormal career did you see a jump in interest in your videos slash content?
1: Oh, um, so I think there was a few actually. So not everybody knows this about me, which is fine, but I first started as just like a normal, basic YouTube vlogger. I would vlog, you know, my daily life. I'd vlog me going to some theme parks, having fun with friends, like just the basic stuff. And then one day I had posted, I was like, all right guys, it's time for a change. For three months, I'm going to do strictly paranormal investigating and talking about my experiences. And right then and there when I posted my first video, I saw the first, like, initial jump that I never thought I would see ever. Um, The interest of just all of my subscribers, whether they were actually there for it or not, sparked. Um, And that was just one basic investigation. I was using other people's equipment. I wasn't even investigating, like, alone. It was, like, a tour over in St. Augustine here in Florida. And... I was like, all right, so maybe this is this is my break. This is when I need to basically make or break it. Do I keep doing it, or was this just kind of like something for fun I wanted to do for a few months? Um, then I came up with the idea to start doing Seasons, um, and I really like the idea of Seasons because it really gave me time to sit down and think about where I wanted to go, look into the history of places, and not just rush to put stuff out. So I came out with my next season, which was The Skeptic, and this is where I took people that didn't necessarily really believe in the paranormal or the unknown, and I took them with me and investigated, and I had posted a video about a hotel here in Florida that nobody really knew about. They kind of knew that it was a hotel, you could see it from the road, but they didn't really know the history of it. And I posted that video, and all of a sudden, there goes my second spike. And I'm like, holy cow, like this is, this is what I want to be doing. So that's how the new journey with Josh came along. And basically from there, I was like, all right, I'm going to keep doing anything paranormal horror related and I'm going to stick with it. You know, if I want to throw an occasional vlog up, whatever. Um, So those were my two initial like sparks of, okay, this is, this is it for me. This is where everybody is kind of, you know, tagging along and really, really enjoying what I'm posting.
2: That's great. And then I just had
1: my, I just had my last like big spark uh, just a few months ago. Actually, um, I posted um, a video to end my season just for the year. And it was for the Bel Air House in Bel Air, Ohio. And I really took time to edit that video. I did different camera angles. Like I was trying everything I used, you know, news clips and turned the intros into something that, you know, you see all the bigger people doing mm-hmm. and overnight for me for as a small creator overnight, that video took off, blew up. I mean, I had an extra 200 something subscribers within 24 hours and I could tell it was just from that video. Oh, and people victory. were pointing out stuff that I didn't see. And it was just like I could tell the interaction was right where I wanted it to be because people were pointing out stuff that I didn't see. People were actually commenting and, and people were DMing me and they're like, Holy, you know, you know, holy cow, Josh, you're like, you're on to something. This is what we want to see more of. And I was like, All right. So I planned another trip and we filmed that. And now it comes out in April. And that's going to change the world but we'll get more into that later on <laughs>
0: right yeah no dude, that's but awesome. yeah i
1: mean i've had so many different like sparks i didn't just have that one big one it was just a bunch of different kind of little sporadic ones which i'm okay with
0: right yeah i mean we like we've i edit m- most of our or all of our investigation videos on our youtube channel and i've every video i'm trying something different to like try and see if i can make it better and more com- I, what I need to learn is how to make it more compact and not just keep everything because I think it's fun.
2: Yeah, um, you try to say I'm going to narrow it down to an hour and then yeah, next thing I know, later. yeah.
1: Yeah, um, it, It's very it's very hard. I'm actually working on one right now from my Ohio trip I did just did. And it's already at 60 minutes and I'm not even to like the second half of the investigation from that yeah. night.
2: But people so, have like, to like... It's very hard. People have to realize you're taking like what, six to 12 hours worth of footage and you're trying to make it just as small as possible, but you also don't want to break it up into a million parts.
1: Right. And depending on the investigation, there is so much that happens that actually leads to like the big thing that if you take it out. It's like a cliffhanger. But then people are like, "Well, we loved it because it wasn't so long." And I'm like, "But you missed half the story."
2: Yeah, that um, it's so and, hard to like find a balance.
1: Right. And with that, I found that with that I found that my my supporters do not like part ones or part twos. They just like one big movie. So it's kind of easier for me cuz I can throw it all in there, but then I feel like I have too much. So it's a very difficult thing that people don't really think about when they're watching it. They don't really understand that a lot of it got taken out. So if you want a full length movie, you better have, you know, two hours plus to just sit down and watch it.
0: Yeah, that's where we're kind of sitting because we yeah. just started doing like splitting our investigations into like two different videos.
2: Yeah, personally, I thought an hour and a half to two hours was too long. At least where we are now, like, at this point. Oh, yeah,
0: we're still, like, we're still minuscule in the amount of, like, growth. Like, which is good. Like, any growth is growth.
2: It gives us time to actually right, figure absolutely. out our niche and all yeah. that.
0: So, we just yeah. started splitting stuff into two parts. Um And, like, we just did one at a convent here in Wisconsin. And, like, it's it was, we were there for, what, eight? Hours of our time,
2: eight out of the 12. Eight
0: out of the 12. It was just so freaking cold, we had to leave. Um, but it, like, we're yeah, so we're still trying to like figure out our, our balance. Um, uh, but I don't want to talk about your latest trip because now I've watched a, a few of your videos just to like get a feel of like how you okay, real, real
1: quick, real quick. I think your mic cut off because I can't hear you anymore, I can only hear her.
2: Oh. oh. <laughs> What'd you do? Like she's
1: loud. She's super loud and I can't hear you like at all. It's almost just coming from her mic. Okay,
0: hold
1: on. Sorry. I just like, I couldn't hear you.
0: It must have just happened.
1: I like heard you at the beginning and then it was just echo for a little bit. And then it cut back on and then cut off. No, I still can't hear you. I'm only hearing you from her mic. So it's like you're in the background, like way in the distance.
2: We were messing around with this like a half an hour ago, trying to make sure it worked.
1: I just wanted to make sure. I was like, I
2: can't hear him. (laughs) You know what? While he's messing around with this a little bit, can I ask you, um, what is your favorite piece of equipment or technique that you use on your investigations?
1: Oh, okay. So, I'm going to be the generic person that goes and says, I like using myself. Um,
2: That's a really because good it's answer. Genuine.
1: <laughs> like I-, I use the dowsing rods. I use, you know, like the bell. I use EMF detectors. I use REM pods. You know, I use most to everything, but I don't know half the. you know, I, I got it's like half and half on that. But if I genuinely feel something, then I know it's genuine, mm-hmm. whether or not the person watching it believes me or not. I know what I felt. Um, but I think the best technique that I have found for any of my videos and investigations I do is the Estes method. Yeah. Um, the Estes method, I, I, I get such clear answers, and I could get a whole story told to me through a pair of headphones. So and I think that has become my favorite thing to do ever
2: we absolutely love doing the estes method and blaine figured out this way where we can have it connect to another camera so we could record the radio and like you can go back and look at it and just prove like whatever someone is hearing is correct and not like faking something or you might hear things that they never caught on before and it's super cool Yeah, like just having both the radio and like the person and I love doing no, that. It's, yeah,
1: it's such a cool, it's such a cool thing. And like I said, when I first started, I knew nothing about this stuff. I was kind of just going out and, and being that guy that's like, I want to investigate. And I, I literally, for one investigation, I went and bought an EMF reader and some dowsing rods. And that's all I had for the video. Like that was it. <laughs> but now I have a whole traveling case with stuff. Like it's so different now, but I still will find that me as a person will be the best tool that you could possibly have. Yeah. I mean an EMF reader isn't gonna tell you, oh, this is unsafe. It's gonna tell you oh, there's some frequency, but mm-hmm. um, you know, um, but yeah, when we talk about my trip, it'll kind of help also understand why I choose myself so much.
2: <laughs> Do you wanna see if your mic so, works now?
0: I would love to. I don't know if it's working now. <laughs>
1: way better i can hear you way again better. Cool.
0: Cool. <laughs> uh i must have hit the mute button or something i don't know um i just didn't want to interrupt because i i love using the ss method like so much um i think that's again that's probably my favorite thing to do is go under um in an investigation just because i i get like that weird uh more anxiety like as like more of an empath kind of person i get i get the feelings of when something is near um or something is gonna happen kind of kind of thing um always trusting your gut i love i love that um i forgot what i was gonna ask i'll be honest with you it's not a it's not a, one of our podcasts if something doesn't go wrong. So I was more focused on that.
1: You were uh, you were gonna talk to me about my trip that just happened. Yes, I thank you.
0: Yes. Um, you just came back from a trip, and you. St- I think this is one you said was gonna be like more controversial.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Can um, you
0: talk about that at all, or do you? Or like, is it too early before like the so- video?
1: So it, it's, it's really early, and I'm not even going to be the first to post about it. Um, we're going, we're, we're letting one person post it all first to give her side of everything because it kind of happened to her a little more than me. But um, I can go into it a little bit, and I don't know um, if you guys have seen the controversial tweets here and there about. Whether demons are real or not, you yep. know, that fun. Oh, yeah, well,
0: we, I was playing into it just convent. this last week because of the convent um, we went to, has got like some a
2: dark, dark, NIT. dark
0: entity to it. But
1: yeah, um, so I, I will say the reason this will be very controversial is because everything that happened, literal, step by step from the first investigation to the last one I was physically able to do and mentally able to do. It all tells a story. It all tells a story. And there were signs the first night that something bad and crazy was going to happen the rest of the nights. And I don't think we actually took it like we should have. And we took it more of a, as a joke, I would say, Mm -hmm. um, I am still a very small name within the paranormal community because I'm, I, I'm in so many different communities because like I said, I didn't start as a paranormal investigator, content creator. So being able to have this type of controversy, in my opinion, in my opinion, I'm stating that four times because people are going to come at me. No, um, that's fine. It's going to be good for me. It's going to be good for me. Um, it, it's going to get me put out there how i needed to be i mean the stuff that happened to not only me but my friend i was investigating with was so real that i literally look at life in general in such a different way i i take everything that's negative and somehow i'm able to turn it so positive so quick and if you ask any of my family they will tell you josh is a different person since that trip um I will say one thing from a tweet that I posted because it's posted, so I can say it. I looked that thing in its eyes, and it changed me forever. Damn. So, if that you know, if that tells you anything, it's so
0: um, cryptic. Yet it kind, con- you're 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 like explaining yourself for it. It's so like it's weird how you're like you're telling us without telling us, and I and I it really intrigues
1: that, me. That's why that tweet. That's why that tweet meant so much to me when I put it out. Because a lot of people were like, "Josh, what are you talking about?" And obviously, I can't say too much because then there's no point of posting. But I looked that thing in its eyes, and it changed my life forever. And I'm actually starting a whole new series just because of it.
0: Um, wow, that's so cool! Yeah,
1: um, and I can I can talk about the new series if you want because that's oh that'd be my cool. This is
0: this is this is your um, episode, so, so this is dedicated for
1: you. So coming. Coming November this year, I believe, I want to say. Either November or December, depending on how it all plays out. I am doing a new series. So I'm finishing my series now, which was called The Next Chapter. I'm finishing that with this trip. So April, it'll be over. Um, this new series is going to be called Open Your Mind. And it's literally going to be me and people I invite to just go and open our minds to literally everything. Um, it's going to go along with my project called Legends and Cryptids, So it's going to be a, t- a two-part literal new chapter of life for me on my channel. So Open Your Mind is just going to be something that that I never thought I would have to uh, do for not only myself, but to further explain what will be happening in April when all of this comes out. Um, the artwork looks sick. cool for it. And yeah. that's I, pretty I, sick. I'm super excited. And, and you guys are the first to be told about this anyways. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't even made a post about Explosive! it. Exclusive. So, <laughs> <yes. laughs> um but yeah, that trip was like no other. Um if I could go back and fix anything, I wouldn't fix a single thing, to be honest. So
0: Dude, that's sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing I want to ask you is because you're collaborating with so many different people on these trips, do you find like we, we are a team of four, but recently we've been doing more. Um, just it's, you, it's and just I... you and I, Taylor. And what I want to know is, do you like investigating with a bigger group or do you prefer kind of like yourself and maybe one other person here and there?
1: Like what, what is your preference? I think it depends on the investigation. I really do. Um, So within the the new series I was talking to you about, I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff alone because when you're alone, you can really open your mind to things. Mm -hmm. And the only other person I'll have with me is a camera person. So depending on the investigation, so like when I do these trips and I go to places that I've never been to, I prefer to have at least two to three more people with me Um, just because of the nature of things. So for instance, like going to the Indiana State Sanitarium, I don't think I would have wanted to do that by myself or with just a single another person. It's such a big space that if one person gets lost, you're alone if four people are there and two people get lost at least there's you two and then you can at least find the other people when needed
2: yeah so it's, mm-hmm.
1: it's just very for me it there's no right or wrong answer because depending on what i'm doing is how i want to set things up right um it does my biggest thing is who i want to work with um I don't like working with people who are mostly on the, the range of just trying to be funny the whole time. Right. I, I'm more of a, a, I'm more of a serious content creator. And by that, I don't mean like I try to make my videos serious. It's I try to investigate and actually work because I do this full time. So like, to me, it's a job, you know, to some people, it may not be a job, but you're not going to go to job and just laugh and giggle the whole time and not actually do your work. So I kind of feel the same way about that. So luckily with these people I worked with this time around, they were all like true to themselves. So yeah, we giggled, we laughed, we had fun, we had a good time, but we also knew when it was time to get down to business and work.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's how we are, too. Like, it's okay to have a good time and, like, laugh about something in between, but when it Uh, comes to the actual point of trying to speak to something, be respectful. I mean,
1: we actually... This was my first time ever actually investigating with somebody who could also laugh and have a good time while we were in the middle of an investigation, and I really enjoyed that because I and probably one of the scaredest people you will ever meet when it comes to investigating. Like people sometimes ask me why I do it. And it's because I'm trying to get over that fear. Like I I'm genuinely scared to do anything. I won't scare. I won't do, I won't do challenges. I won't do anything alone. Um, But that's why I'm putting myself in this element in this new series, because I'm scared. I I am. So when it was, when we were able to laugh about certain things, it, it calmed me down a lot. Um, and it taught me a lot after coming back from the trip. I was like, I don't have to be scared of this. It's only scary because I'm allowing it to be. Mm -hmm. So I love working with people that can really still teach me. I mean, we're learning every day. I'm not, I don't know jack crap technically. Like I'm learning as I'm (laughs) filming. Like it's not. That's how we are. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I think it just comes down to like who it is, um, what the investigation is. Um, I don't try to dig too deep. I really don't care about, like, numbers, followers. Like, I, I, it's more about the person themselves. Right. And I get a lot of people that reach out all the time, and they're like, I only have, like, 20 subscribers. And I'm like, yeah, I did, too, like, four years ago. Like, come on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I don't care. If, if you're a genuine person and you really want to work and you really want to, you know, build your name and your community, then we will work together. But if you're just out there making nonsense then i don't want to work with you unfortunately right. <laughs> so
0: before i ask you about like your experiences with with the paranormal i want to know um in in your time like investigating now with more more of these people has there ever been a group where you went out with them and then you just were like yeah i i without naming names i don't want to work with these people anymore they're not they're over exaggerating they're not taking this this seriously they're they seem like the people who if i left them alone they're going to fake it like a piece of evidence or something or um not to like throw shade got, at people if you don't like no, to like, call no, no, no. names or anything I got, but, like,
1: I got two i got two major ones that i can talk about and i'm not going to name names cuz i really i mean i could but i don't care um i don't care enough to give them what they probably want which is their name thrown out um i was working with this guy one time doing an investigation it was like his second time coming out with me and he is the type of youtuber to make jokes and like his channel isn't based off of anything paranormal but he just wanted to come out and kind of experience it and i told him he could film like a behind the scenes video if he wanted to like i didn't care you know Mm. um we're, we're good friends but like i don't mix friendship with business so when it comes down to the business part we're not like friends anymore um but he ended up throwing himself off of a ledge of something and i heard him like yell like that he got you know that he got scared and pushed and i run over because i mean i'm not even looking i have so i don't know what he's doing i just hear him scream and i wrote and i go over and i'm like hey you okay he goes yeah i just wanted to do something funny for my video and i was like well i would appreciate it if you could put in your video that i didn't tell you to do that and i would like you to tell my video that um you faked that and i didn't tell you to do that as well um i i get serious when it comes to faking things i i don't care if it was for 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 funny I i don't care um and then There's another, there's a group of um, people that I've worked with before and I still kind of do here and there. But when I do, I'm like super careful with um, working with them. Um, They're the type of group that does not believe anything demonic can happen whatsoever. And if you catch anything demonic or you get the word evil or anything like that on spirit box, whatever it may be. You don't put it in a video. You don't talk about it. You don't even bring it up in that moment. Um, And I hate that as a investigator. Anything is possible. Uh, You know, (laughs) we're going to talk about like religion and stuff. I am a, I, I am a Catholic person. I was grown, I was grown up, you know, in a Catholic family, like super, super strict Catholic family, but anything is possible. And to bring it back to the trip, that everything is possible. Mm -hmm. So for you to tell me not to bring it up or to not talk about it, or, you know, you want, you want me to make everything in the paranormal seem so like flowers and roses and and gardens. I'm just not the type of person. I'm real. If I get the word evil coming across my spirit box, you, you know, damn well, I'm putting it on there. Yeah. And I'm going to, there is something here right now, whether it was meant to be here the whole time or if it just showed up for a few minutes. Like there's no, I'm not, yeah. So those are just a few. So far I haven't, like so far in the community of paranormal content creators, I haven't had an issue yet. I mean, the people that I work with, I love. Um, Haunted Archives, uh, I worked with them on my, they they were my very first actual like big collab. Um, So they're really awesome. I just worked with uh, two other people and they're really awesome as well um i don't know i've had any issues yet which is good uh, but like i said i'm still kind of starting out so you know still still learning right
0: no and i agree yeah i'm kind of in that same well i can, as an outsider i can see the point of like yeah maybe you i can see the point of not wanting to bring it up because you don't maybe want to give it the attention but right I see your point of if this is something I'm experiencing,
1: I want to be able to tell the people who are watching, Right, this is what is happening. It's like, like I'm not trying to give it the attention. I'm just telling you that something said evil to me and told me to watch out. And that happened in real life. Yeah. I don't want to give it the attention. I don't give two craps about giving it the attention. I don't need any more. Obviously. Um, but there has to be a point where you just say, okay, let's not give it the attention, but you can still talk about it. Like there, there's a, there's a big difference between the two. Right. So that, that's one of my big, my bigger issues is when we don't want to talk about it.
0: All right. So let's dive into like your, your paranormal experiences. Like, can you, would you like to tell us, or would you be able to tell us um, what was your like first, paranormal experience it was like holy shit like my oh shit moment
1: so like as a creator or just like in general in in general
0: general i think would be cool like
2: okay because
0: you said you were into it Um, as a kid but like what was your oh shit moment like holy crap i caught this or i i saw this or heard this i
2: experienced this
1: yeah yeah um i would say Oh man, there's so many (laughs) There's actually so many Um, All right, so I'll talk about a a more recent one So I ended up going to a cemetery Here in Florida And it's an all uh, Black cemetery, all slave cemetery um, But they're mixed with the people Who killed them So Mm -hmm. they're like buried next to the people who killed them Um, And Unfortunately I was the only (laughs) White guy Investigating that night in the group that i was in um and i could already feel from like the beginning walking in that something bad was going to happen not only is this an all african-american cemetery but right behind the fence line of the cemetery it is native american burial grounds and skinwalkers are known to roam all the time um so we were already kind of like bad juju, mixing everything together. Um, so halfway through the investigation, it like starts to like whatever we're talking to starts to definitely come towards me, like like focuses on me the most. Um, my other friend is kind of focused on the woods because we kind of hear what sounds like are you know people that we know voices asking us to go into the woods. So you know skinwalker stuff. Um, So he's kind of looking around, making sure nothing's happening. Um, And all of a sudden, the word attack comes across the spirit box. And I end up lifting off the ground and being thrown backwards onto the ground. And I think the best moment of that was I caught it on camera. And I didn't know it right away that I caught any of that on camera. But that was the first time I was physically touched Attacked, whatever you want to call it, by literally the unknown, something you cannot see, and that opened my eyes to be like, I love doing this. Like, no matter <laughs> how much of my life is put in danger, I enjoy doing this, and I'm not going to stop. Hell yeah! In um, that same in that same night, um, we actually got chased out of the cemetery by a skinwalker, and it was in the moment it wasn't the best thing to ever happen but looking back at it it like everything that has happened so far has led up to literally why i'm doing my next season of things my next series so it's kind of cool how it all played out that's really cool um yeah so, that's
2: definitely something um, not everyone can experience like that's crazy oh no,
0: not everybody can say right, it and So
2: that was probably
1: my first that was probably my first big ever controversial anything to happen because people were like oh well he tripped over a root on the ground and possibly if I knew that my feet weren't off the ground at that point in time um, but also people were like oh he just faked it and I'm like I almost wish I did because in, in that moment I was not having it. I was scared to death. I came home rolling my windows down playing Christian music because I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what following me. Like, um, but then I would have to say, uh, even I guess what actually, like I knew like why I was into the paranormal. So when I was probably, I don't know, like maybe eight, maybe, maybe 10. Um, we stayed in a campground in Tennessee, right outside of the, the Smoky mountain national park. Um, and I was walking to the bathroom. So it's like a campground. So it's like a community bathroom, you know, you have your showers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I walk into the bathroom and I just start hearing like chanting and drums. So like, you know, you know, the Indians, they chanted, they did their, their drum circles and I just start hearing it. And I'm like, well, that don't make sense. Cause I was just outside. And there's literally like nobody outside and we're by a highway. So like, that's the truck doesn't sound like that. Um, so I kind of walk outside and I look around and I hear nothing. Then I go back into the bathroom again and all of a sudden I'm hearing it again. But now it's like, now it's like almost in my ear and I have somebody like chanting in my ear. Um, and I was petrified at that bathroom after that. I couldn't even shower alone. Like I had to have my grandpa sit outside the door of the shower because I was like, I can't do this. But it opened my eyes to know, hey, Josh, I think this is, you know, meant to be for something. Um, but that really was like the, that was probably the oh shit moment of, all right, I know I'm into the paranormal now. Thanks for, thanks for talking to me. That's really cool.
2: I 100% believe children can see way more, and oh, experience yeah. way more than adults
1: Absolutely. And as a kid, being able to hear those things and and see the things I've seen, I can totally agree. Yeah. Um, I had to... That's why everything happens in a baby's room. I mean, even oh if, even Hollywood children's rooms are always scary to me, no matter where. No, like no matter where I go and investigate, if, if there is a child's room, I always have that weird feeling. No matter what. The kid could have been a great kid and just had tuberculosis. It's just yeah. a kid's room. I don't know. <laughs>
2: That stupid room at the Cheney Mansion with all of the...
1: All the dolls. dolls. <laughs> oh, I hate doll rooms, too. I, I, so far, every investigation I've done that, that's a a house or, or, or old hospital, anything, you yeah. always have to have a doll room.
2: <laughs> I like... <laughs> like, I, I'm terrified of yeah. dolls, but I've been collecting yeah. dolls because... Like like you, you're trying to no, get over like a fear. It's
1: really cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely really cool. Like, But... And the same time you're like you got eyes watching yeah. everywhere and you you know that those dolls have seen stuff and now oh, they yeah. are stuff like you know <laughs> you know yeah so well we we did our so we
0: finally hit over like a thousand followers on our TikTok page so we were just oh, doing like our first stuff, ever yeah. live we did our first ever live and she got this doll and we're like just playing around with it because supposedly has uh, a child attachment to it. Gotcha. And
2: little Barbara,
0: little little Babs. So I'm holding this doll, and the K two that's in our hand or is like lighting up like crazy. I happen to look, and I see this hair, this this big curl of hair, just fall. Like
2: not not one little strand. It was like, like
0: a like no, a lock of yeah. hair just fall. <laughs> And I went, I'm yeah. holding this still. What the hell is what's, happening? What's great
2: is like, not that night, but the night after, I can hear like a little child going,
1: mm, no, like walking no, around I'm in not. my house. That's and I'm like, me, man. I'm like,
2: okay, you can't come in my bedroom, but you could go wherever no. you want.
1: Well, that ain't for me, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, I'm good with the giggling. like. I think that's one of the craziest things I've ever caught on camera. I'd probably actually pee myself in in, in present time because <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. Children already creep me out when they're alive, but you know, <laughs> like, I can't imagine a, a child's spirit at all. I can't.
0: Uh, you know what? Since we're talking about like objects with like attachments, are you a person who will like? If something you find out has like an attachment to you, are, are you a person that like tries to like take it home, or like do you have
2: any haunted, do you
0: have any objects that have?
1: Well, here, let me scoot back and show you my wall of stuff.
0: <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if like if those were yeah. just decoration pieces or so not.
1: Actually, there is one one clown mask. It's on this this shelf right over here. He's kind of sitting in the corner. Um, it's funny. I I don't even. People ask me how he became haunted, and I haven't a clue. I bought him at, like, I think I bought him at, like, Walmart, a party city, and he was a costume of mine for the longest time. And one night, my girlfriend uh, walked in, not this room uh, where I used to live, walked in my room, and she noticed that the head was turned towards, like, the bathroom wall, <clears throat> And I was at work all day. I was at work from like 5 a.m. And it was just now like 10 a.m. So I haven't even done a full shift. And she doesn't call me or nothing. She just she just turns it back and goes, okay, maybe maybe he hit it this morning. Um, but then I get home and it's like now his face is actually facing the wall. So I only see the back of his head. And I'm like, hey, Riley, have you been messing with like my clown mask today? Or did you clean them? Whatever. She goes, no why and i was like well he's facing backwards and she goes there's no damn way and from time to time you can kind of see him he kind of like inches a little bit off the box he's sitting on so i have to move him that's so weird now and then um,
2: like, like calm i said i down,
1: bought him as a halloween costume so there's no like there's unless no somebody dropped it start. off at Party city or walmart and then they just put a price tag on it like i, I don't know um, but yeah, when I found that out, I I wore him for one more year, knowing that something is wrong with that mask. And ever since, I had to buy a new mask. Do you think it's him, maybe
0: something that you? Like I don't know if you were investigating like paranormal stuff before you got that I wasn't, mask. You weren't okay.
1: I was not. I was not. Um, and I wasn't even paranormal investigating at the time when all of that started. That's it's so like, weird. <laughs>
2: It's not it, like an intentional
0: it, it, hitchhiker. Right. It's not like maybe something like attached right, to right. something. Right, You know, I thought, at first,
1: I thought at first for the longest time, it was just like my grandpa like playing around with me because he always liked to try to scare me somehow, some way. Um, but he doesn't do anything. He just sits up there and moves around from time to time. And so his little shelf that he has, he seems to have taken a liking to the things. So <laughs> whatever's next to him or... Like, I have these little, like, Dollar Tree skeleton clowns that, like, you buy for Halloween. Yeah. Um, sometimes he'll put the arms up, uh, uh, you know. So. That's so <laughs> yeah, weird. That that's interesting, there. though. Yeah. That one specific child, they don't really touch, you know. He gets cleaned, you know, once a month, but that's about it. I have to take care of him like a child. I mean, my, <laughs> girlfriend, my, yes. my girlfriend accidentally one time tried to throw him away, and somehow he ended up out of the trash can. So... <laughs>
2: Yesterday, we were messing around with Blaine's, um, like, haunted chair, and he has, like, a fire helmet on the chair. And we were joking oh, okay. around saying, however many spirits may be here, you better start paying rent. Like, yeah, we were just joking <laughs> around,
0: like, I'm paying rent. And this is-
2: spirit box says asshole right. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And we we're like, well, okay. Bro, like,
0: okay, so the fire helmet that I have supposedly has an attachment to it because... Okay. I got it from the same place uh, of that investigation with the clock that I just told you about. Oh, Taylor's grabbing it right. for me. Yeah. It's, this is the fire. Oh, helmet. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, dude, looks- the dude who owned it, he goes, I, he buy, he says he would buy and sell like storage units. Like he'll buy them on the auctions and stuff. Right. Right. But that was in there. And that, it, he didn't have a good feeling about it. And I'm like, okay, sure. Like I'm, I'm trying right. to be more skeptic when I hear stories. Like I don't ever want to say you're crazy for telling me your story because that's not All what I'm trying right. to do, but I'm trying to remember, <laughs> like, this is my job as an investigator is to find out like what I'm exactly. talking to, who I'm talking to. Um. But what really made me believe him is when he Ow. showed me the fire helmet, he grabbed it out from the bin immediately goosebumps shot up both of his arms. Yeah.
1: Nope. And I was like,
0: <laughs> okay. All right. And we were talking like we did an SS session around the helmet. Like it was just the three of us were sitting there and we, I was under, so I saw the headphones on and I had a blindfold and Brian. the questions that were asked were what's in front of Blaine. And I, and I, I got helmet. So I said, helmet. And then we got, what do you, or object, sorry. what? What's the object? Helmet. What do you want us to do with the helmet? And I got, take it away.
1: That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: And then the, I was joking about it being cocky as all hell. I'm like, yeah, like if you don't want it, I'll take it beforehand. And then all of a sudden it came time to, I'm like, Oh, you're no. actually giving it to me. <laughs> sorry, I mind.
1: I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs>
0: I'm being too cocky. You know, yeah. but now it's here. And, uh, it's with my chair that I got amazing like SLS and spirit box stuff. Yeah. It's, weird. it's
1: weird. So um, I got a question for you. I'm going to turn the tables real quick. Oh I hell. Oh, I wasn't prepared. Um, have you always have you always believed or or when you started were you very skeptical at first? So me personally,
0: I've always had a fascination with it. Like I grew up watching the old like ghost hunter show when it was on sci-fi and stuff like i I remember the early days watching all that um never did anything with that fascination like i just read stories read stuff um right (laughs) but we i i would say i was more skeptical like i grew up uh through you know catholic like you did um i'm not like practicing anymore like i don't like Go right. every me week, either.
1: yeah, me either.
0: But yeah. I grew up that way, so like I know, kind of like the good, good versus evil kind of morality.
1: Exactly right.
0: Um, but I do try to keep an open mind while like majorly debunking. I, I would say I'm a believer, but I, 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 would, okay. I was always a believer, but I try yeah. to be rational about it. If that it makes sense. Fits
1: yeah that's how i am i'm always gonna be a believer and i'm gonna always have an open mind but there's just that stuff where you you have to rationalize real life you know in general um so
0: what about you taylor
2: oh i've always believed like when i was younger for years i've had like a spirit hanging out outside of my house that never came inside but like i could always see it in the oh "Oh, your camera died died. i would always see it in the window (laughs) or by the front door And, um, like, and then when my mom passed away, like, I would experience stuff. There's moments where if I was extremely upset, like, just so much emotion, I've had two different, like, situations where my mirror just exploded.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And,
2: like, that was the most weirdest experience ever. Right.
0: Josh, uh, since my camera died, because it's always a podcast where something bad happens... Um, I'm just going to set up my phone and I'm just going to record us. Like, I'm sorry. Like you can't see us, no, but we can good. see you.
2: We no, just, we good. need to rename the podcast instead of the go problem, to the podcast, the problem cast. Yeah. <laughs> <everything's
1: wrong. laughs> everything goes wrong. Podcast. Yeah. It
2: happens all okay. the time. If nothing that
1: happens, I'm bored. So stuff has to happen. <laughs> I've been on so many podcasts where stuff happens. So it's okay.
2: Dude, you're crooked, man. Yeah, I know. He's trying to set up his phone, and it's just, like, sideways, <laughs> all sorts of crazy. Is that better? Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: <clears throat> all right, I'm moving out of the way. This is
0: so embarrassing. <laughs> no,
2: it's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I'll finally
0: have a podcast that, like, works. You're good. No. Uh, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> life
2: Not even i'm so the sorry thing.
0: Uh, but uh okay my, my last question that i that i actually had written for you is and i and i don't even know if you can answer it now because you kind of did already um what is and if you can't talk about it i completely understand what is the scariest place you've ever been to like is it on your new road trip that you're editing and if you can't talk about it that's perfectly fine. I understand.
1: Oh, I, I can talk about it. and it, did, it was on the road trip. It was um, the, the Indiana State Sanitarium. Okay. Um,
2: That's on our goal list. I, I, go list. It is ahead. on our
0: go-to
1: list. I don't, I don't think it's meant to be scary at all. I think, you know, certain people go there and they play around and they, well, they mess up. Um, because the moment we were driving up, like, to, to the entrance of this place, I just had a bad feeling and and I wasn't the only one. Um, the, the one girl we were with, she like, she was literally like, I don't know, guys tonight, we're going to see some stuff and experience some stuff. We've never, you know, seen or experienced before. And that was just the start of a rough, rough (laughs) next few days and a rough night. Um, but like, I don't think the place is scary. I think what's inside is scary. Um, but it's a beautiful place. We did some some urban exploring around there while we were there. Um, it's beautiful for pictures. It's beautiful for video like that. It's just there is something there that is not very nice, and I don't know why or what happened. Um, but that will probably be so far the scariest place I've ever been. Okay. And, and experienced like, so far. Within I'm really looking two forward
0: years to years, man. I'm not gonna been, lie. So.
1: It's, it's, yeah. I mean, when I put them out, man, they're going to be so back to back that it, you might as well have popcorn for every video. I mean,
2: <laughs> just the first one alone,
1: just the first one alone that I'm working on, which is the first night. Like I said, it's already 60 minutes and we're not even halfway into the investigating. That's with the history, walking around, and then the start of the investigation. Right. So, we're uh, gonna be very, very long videos. These are going to be literal movies that tell a story, a real life story.
0: Man, I'm really looking forward to it. To be honest with you, man. Um,
1: April can't go fast enough.
0: Like I'm, April cannot be fast enough. I'm not. Gonna... I, April I... can wait because I have. I'm in a. I'm in a play right now, and it can wait. I'm. I'm not ready <laughs> for it. So. Yeah. <laughs> At the time of recording, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, But I have so many other places planned um, within the next few months that that's going to be very, um, it's going to open eyes. I think from April for the rest of Journey with Josh history, it's going to do nothing. I'm going to do nothing but open eyes and hopefully change people's beliefs on certain things. Right. No, dude,
0: the way you're talking about it, it's already hyping me up. And we have an investigation that we're going to tonight. So I'm, I'm I'm ready to go. Like,
1: yeah, it's, I'm tailgating and having fun tonight with some family, but you know, that's okay. (laughs) I try to not a big sports person, so (laughs) no, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's big trucks racing and mudding, but you know, (laughs) Um, but I've been working like, like, I don't know. I, I think it's different when you investigate like for fun per se, or like, as a part-time content creator than when you are a full-time because I have drained myself more being full-time than I ever did being part-time. So I try to really ease myself and and bring myself back to normal life a lot more than I used to. Right. Um, I take pretty much every day and try to investigate, but now I like, okay, I'll investigate this month and then half of this month, and the other half is just going to be life. So, you know, just got to work it out.
0: Right. Um before we close out, I want this yeah. I want to ask you this because this is an idea that sure. I've been having for a while and we can take this off the record yeah. if you don't like if you say no, I'll completely understand. Um we're trying to plan a investigation in Illinois and I know that's a hike for you but you've been going all over the place lately. I've been going all over. Um one place that I want to check out personally is the Joliet mm-hmm. prison. Okay. And we're trying to get it where the only problem is, is that to investigate there, you need to actually get like a
1: filming permit.
2: You have to fill out a whole yeah. application. You have to of fill out an application. People. Yeah. All this and yeah. that.
1: So. Yeah. For one of my next, for one of my next investigations, I have to do it because it's in a state park. So I, yeah. I feel that.
0: What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get like a, a collaboration of people to go. If that were to happen and I were to shoot you a message, do you think you'd be interested in joining us?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Hell yeah. Okay. I will keep you updated on that. And if you want to keep this off the record, we can. All right. I, I, otherwise, I'll
1: throw it on. It's up. No, I no, think, no you I can keep it, it on there. We're talking about collabs. I don't care. Why not? Hell yeah.
0: Okay.
2: I, I was, I was going to ask, like, no, would you no, ever no, be no, open to collabing? Like,
0: <laughs> we're small. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to, like, pump ourselves up bigger than what we are. Like, we're very small.
1: <laughs> but we're still growing
0: at a, at a rate. And I'm trying to, like, right. keep... Keep open, like I'm trying to make the connections and things like that.
1: And you seem like you'd be a really fun guy. I mean, I I will literally, like I said, work with anybody as long as I kind of feel that connection.
0: So uh, Josh, before we head out, where can people find you if for some reason they follow us and not you?
1: Which I don't know why. They can find me on on YouTube at Journey with Josh, uh, Facebook Journey with Josh, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Journey with Josh. And uh you can follow me on TikTok. I haven't actually fully rebranded my TikTok yet. It still has all my stupid quarantine uh COVID videos on there. But you can follow me on TikTok at Journey with Josh. And I mean, basically anywhere content can be made, I'm on. Right. Um, Hell yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah, and then uh, you can follow us at ghosts and us basically everywhere Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, we have a Facebook group you can join if you want. Um, all the links will be in the description of the YouTube version, or you can go to our link tree. Everything will be there. Um, but yeah, Josh, again, I want to thank you for coming on. I know. You can, I can't, you, we can see you, but you can't see us through the zoom link, but people can see us because of my phone, thank Christ. But, um, no, I just want to thank you for taking the time, like to finally, like get you on
1: talk and like, oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, you, you, you got lucky because a lot of people have been trying to book me and I just don't have the time. So uh, keep this on record. You're very lucky if you can get me on your podcast or anything. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're just so busy. I'm like I'm constantly going. Um, but it was a blast. I really enjoy being able to like talk about this side of stuff that I don't really mention in my videos or like I keep quiet about. Right. I love being able to take the time and really talk about it and and discuss it.
0: Right. Yeah, thank you, man. This is our season two premiere of twenty for twenty (laughs) twenty four. Hell yeah. So again, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Make sure you rate comment subscribe do all the things
2: share shares and we'll see you next time